I want to begin a new series called the Life Changers Series. And I believe that this series is going to be a blessing to you. And today I'm doing an introductory um, to the whole series by sharing with you on what I call the seven laws of change. The seven ways to be different and make a difference. The seven ways to be different and make a difference. Hallelujah. I believe that you are going to make a difference in this world. I believe that you are not just going to walk through and then nobody hears about you. In the next five years, I can see on God's prophetic calendar that one of you here will become a top CEO of a multinational company. That one of you here will become a member of parliament. I sense that in the next five years, one of us here will merge as a national leader. We will make a difference. If we believe it, you are receiving it. Let all those standing receive it. In, in the next five years, I see the governor of the Bank of Ghana worshipping here. In the next five years, I see governors from Nigeria flying to worship with us here. Because some of you are going to be governors. I prophesy that. You are going to make a difference. You are going to make a difference. And you are going to make it very big and your life will not be the same. It doesn't matter where the year is, you can still make a difference. It doesn't matter how COVID-19 has ravaged the earth and has caused economic hardship. I believe that you can make a difference. Because when the Spirit of God comes upon you, you will become a different person. I prophesy that upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. So in this, in this series, I'll be defining change as the capacity to make a difference. And the ability and the boldness to choose to be different. You, to choose to be different. What will separate you from others is the boldness to choose to be different. Are you here? And I'm going to share the, the seven laws of change. The seven ways to, make a dif to be different and make a difference. Now... You will realize that most of the laws deals with the mind. Because a change can never take place without the involvement of the mind. In fact, the most important change in your life is to be born again. But that change takes place in the mind. The theologians would define repentance as a change of mind. As a change of mind. That's what the theologians will say. As a change of mind, the greatest change that can ever take place in your life is your mind. So most of the laws will be addressing that. Now, turn with me right now to 1 Samuel chapter 10 and the verse 6 from the NIV. The Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy with them and you will be changed into a different person. The Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you and you will prophesy with them and you will be changed into a different person. I'm a Bible believer. I'm a very radical believer of the Bible. And I remember reading this scripture as a very young man who had been despised, who had been looked down upon, who had been rejected, who nobody valued. And I saw this scripture and I said to myself, 
If I connect myself to the spirit of the Lord, I will, be, I will become a different person. I will be changed into a different person. Now, this scripture is, is about Saul, who became the king. Now, before Saul became the king, God had to change him into a different person. Because who he was before did not qualify him to be a king. He did not have the capacity, the understanding, the heart to be a king. So the spirit of the Lord had to come upon him. And then the Lord changed him into a different person. I believe that there are certain divine assignments that requires that you change into a different person. And God has sent me here to bring this message to you because some of you, it is time to change into a different person for a divine assignment. There is an assignment that has been waiting for you for so many years. And some of you, before the end of this year, some of you, by the first quarter of next year, some of you, by the middle of next year, the divine timing for the assignment will come to fruition and you'll be changed into a different person. Are, are you here? You'll be changed into a different person. And I'm going to share these principles with you that will help you to change and to make that difference. It will take a different you to make a difference. It will not take the same you to make a difference. It will take a different you to make a difference. And, and, and that is why I'm here. By the time we are through this month, there will be a different you. You will stand in the mirror and you will not recognize yourself. Yesterday we had over 150 MBA students and a number of graduates graduating here. As I sat here and I was watching the ceremony, I was asking myself, am I the same person who came to this place as a squatter? What a change! What a change! And had my president, the new president of Accra Business School, speaking from Cambridge, live addressing the student. I asked myself, is that my employee? Me that was once described as a foolish boy, a foolish person, you feed your way, Jimmy, you feed your way, Jimmy. My encounter with the Holy Ghost has brought me major changes, and I have become a change maker. And I'm changing many lives. What even touched me yesterday as I was sitting down there, you see, it's not everybody that will be graceful to you. But you see, you must focus on your assignment. I saw a number of people who were graduating and the number of people I have given scholarship to up, to up to MBA level. And I see some of them after graduation quiet. They will not even talk. Pastor is on Facebook thanking the whole world for the opportunity I have given him. But I just saw it and I said, I'm really making a difference. As the choir was singing here, all the two choirs, I was counting the number of people on scholarship at Accra Business School. That said, I'm setting these people up for life. Education is the only thing somebody gives you that the knowledge is taught in the head of the person who sponsored you. And the certificate is taught in the name of the person 
who sponsored you and the person can never take it from you somebody can give you money and take it from you somebody can give you a house and take it from you somebody can even give you life there are parents who gave life to their children and killed them but what nobody can take from you is education and it sets you up for life your house can break down and can collapse through earthquake but education you have one bachelor's degree and you can work with it till you retire you can work with it till you retire i am telling you as i looked at these people with scholarships and these people there are even some of them who have stopped church i've been sitting in church for 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 months still came for graduation and i gave them 100 percent scholarship still came for graduation they were not ashamed though they came boldly for graduation <laughs> oh, but you see you see if you are a change maker you don't focus on these people no if you're a change maker you don't focus on these people I, I, are you here with me there are some people eh, who are called to change the stories of other people that is all those people god changes them to change the same way god can bless you to be a blessing there is a man who is called to be a channel of blessing and there's someone who is called to be blessed by that man now there are people the highest they can go is the change of story there are others the, the lowest they can go is the change of their personality when when god changes you you change other people are you here with me me who came here was struggling for how to how to feed my wife and one son today i pay salaries to nearly 100 people every month from my lecturers to church staff the secondary school staff to the university staff and to people that i just pay salaries to pastors that have adopted and pay salaries to myself they are over 100 over 100 and i just look at myself and i'm saying that father if you can make me a change maker like this then i know that there are even better people in the congregation that you can make them better change makers are you here with me do you understand so let me quickly share these laws with you and i'm sharing this, this this testimony because i am establishing my legitimacy you cannot preach on what you have not successfully practiced are, are you here you cannot you cannot you can never you can never talk on what you have not successfully practiced or else you'll be sharing theories and not practicals law number one is the law of information the law of information who informs you will either deform you or transform you who informs you will either deform you or transform you you see this skeleton it's a frame it's a frame now everything that has a form has a frame on which the form is built so you you, you see a crab business school the way it has come out the christ square and the way it has come out it, it, it's, a, it's a frame 
of, of pillars. And the blocks are laid between the pillars to hold them. Without that frame, the house will just collapse and crumble. When you see a kiosk, the kiosk was first built with a frame. And then the plywoods were used to cover it. If you want to destroy that kiosk, just, just destroying the plywood alone does not destroy the kiosk. Because the easiest is to put back the plywood. The most difficult is forming the frame that can give a certain shape to the kiosk. You see, the way you are, the way you are, the, your, your skeleton is your frame. Your frame. Your body is only help to form the, the skeleton gives you a form. When you see a woman with a big bat, it's not just the flesh. It is the skeleton that is shaped like that. So you who don't have that kind of skeleton and you go and inject your bat to also have some, because your skeleton is not framed like that, after a while it will fall down. Because it needs, I'm telling you, it needs a certain frame to hold it. You see, when you stand in front of your mirror, the shape of your face is a frame on which flesh is covering. So if you don't like the bone here, there's nothing you can do about it. Unless you, you take a hammer and hit it, bang, bang, and break it. Once you break it, you see that the whole flesh will fall. Now, if somebody wants to deform you, the person targets your frame. That which, which forms you. So somebody, during, during the time when we were growing up, football in Ghana, players were not protected like it used to be protected now. Somebody can just decide that. No, sometimes when we start the leagues and they are competitive teams, the coach will take one useless player who he doesn't need for the next four matches and say, Yakunani, go and break his bone so that the whole year he can't play against us. If he's not playing for this team, we'll win the league. So this useless player will just run, you put him on the field, and will just run. When the, he's going to tackle the guy, he will step on his knee, then the bone will break. Deformity. Because the real frame that formed is broken. It's broken. You see, your life is based on a frame. Now, if anybody wants to deform you, the person targets that which forms your life and deforms it with information. My frame is based on God's word. Anybody that wants to deform me will have to attack God's word in my life. And I can tell you, you see, that's what the Bible says, that the Bible says that when the word of God is preached, the devil comes to steal it. Immediately comes to steal the word of God. Because one way in which, the, the, now, in the whole of the Garden of Eden, the deformity of the human race began by Satan attacking the word of God that actually framed Adam and Eve. 
Are you here? The real you. Sorry, audiovisual, I'm down. Because I want to share something. The real you is the words that framed you. You were framed by God's word. And anybody that wants to distort your life and disfigure your life comes to attack the thing that formed you and framed you. Mm -mm -mm. Are you understanding me? These people here don't understand. Let me come here. I said, if anybody wants to attack you, that which framed you, the word of God that framed you, is what the person will target. The person will target with misinformation. So that once you believe it, you are spiritually deformed. <laughs> Are you here? Now, now, we, we have a spray, a spraying machine with which we disinfect the church against coronavirus. When we bought it, and they brought it, Judah is very technically competent. That's a lot of things, and I get amazed. I get amazed what that guy can do. He can do almost everything. Fist this, fist this, fist this, fist this, fist this. There are three people I call early in the morning. I call my wife to check on her whether she's fine. When I call the Canado and Judah, I create the mess, they fist up my mess. But this thing, now they brought this machine. And Festus also does well. So Festus, so Judah, the senior um, uh, engineer, left it for the other to face. Then they were facing it. I said, oh, there's a manual. Won't you guys use the manual? So that this is simple, we'll fix it. This is simple, we'll fix it. And they were fixing. Then they finished. And the manual was lying in the dust. And they tried to start. Brrr, the machine would not start. Brrr, the machine would not start. Brrr, I, I don't have a patience for, for those kind of things. What can be done in one minute? We are using 10 minutes to do it. I said, you guys, what are you doing? Why won't you just pick the manual and look at it? So they picked the manual from the dust and realized that some small thing they have turned it upside down. And then from the manual, they turned it well and boom, the thing started. See, anything that is produced by someone else, when it gets into the hands of another person, you must use the brain of the person that produced it. It's called manual. You use it. There are some of you who have taken life very easy. Life, oh, oh, life is easy. Life, and you have left the Bible, which is the manual. Some of you, the Bible is lying in the dust. Like how these guys left the manual of that machine, spraying machine in the dust until they realized they couldn't start it. Just small thing. You see, when they saw the machine, and saw, and everything was cut to face, to fit. So you can easily, with your mind, think that, oh, this one will fit here, this one will fit here. I don't need the manual. If they had thrown the manual away, by now that machine would have become useless just because of a little pin they turned upside down. How many people's life have become useless because they turned the word of God upside down? How many people have just ignored God's word? Have just ignored God's word? And the manual of your life the manual that can give you good marriage, the manual that can give you good life, the manual that can give you good heart, um, 
health, the man that can take you to heaven, the man that can help you raise your children. You don't read it. You don't like it. For some of you, your worst part of the service is for this 52-year-old man to come and stand here and preach for one hour. Because, because, because you simply don't like the man. You are taking life so easy. Wait until something hits you so hard. You will come back. You will come back to the word. You come back looking, looking for the word of God. You come back looking for the word of God. Because that is how your life began. In the beginning, God said, let there be life. It was what God said that came. In the beginning was the word. <laughs> Are you here with me? Do you understand? Now, anything, any information that does not agree with God's word is a dif- disinformation and it will deform you. Your life must be built solidly on God's word. There is nothing you can change with God's word. There is nothing, nothing in your life that God's word does not have the power to change. Nothing in your life that God's word does not have the power to change. It is the sword of the spirit. In warfare, it wins the battles for you. His word is like the rainfall that comes to water the earth so that it births, it births and bears fruits. In your very, in, in your farming, in the farming, your farming season, you need God's word to bear fruits. Sunday I was telling the students, yesterday I was telling the students that Accra Business School has become like Isaac in the time of farming. In the midst of COVID, we are growing. We're growing in the midst of COVID. Last week, mommy and I just signed a new contract to buy two new facilities in a secret location. We'll disclose it later. You understand? In the midst of COVID, in the midst of COVID, in the midst of COVID, we're buying new properties, two new properties. Cash. Casito. Just like that. In the midst of COVID. Because everything will pass away. But his word will never. If you cut every piece of my flesh, you will find God's word in it. Your word came to me and I ate it. So, it is like fire shut up in my bones. If I say I will not speak it, it burns me in the inside. I feel his word in the inside of me. Now, do you know why when you come to church and I preach, you don't get blessed and you don't get revelations out of it? Because it must take word plus word to catch a revelation. Whatever I'm preaching must come to meet a certain word of God in your life for it to work. It takes a word versus the word for it to work. But if you come empty, empty because you don't study God's word. 
If you come to church empty because you don't study God's word. Do you know when, I, when I'm listening to preachers, I start preparing sermons out of their preaching. Because as they preach, it triggers a word. As they preach, it triggers a word. As they preach, it triggers a word. Shout, ma, 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 ma. Are you here? That is why you should be careful who you listen to. You should be careful who is talking to you. Who is advising you. Does that advice agree with God's word? Is it written in the word of God? Yes, I have issues with my wife. But why you are telling me, is it supported by God's word? I have issues with my husband. But why you are telling me, is it supported with God's word? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I, I, I'm going through financial crisis. But the business you are asking me to do, does God's word support it? Yes, I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm bitter against this person. But the advice you are giving me against him, is it supported by God's word? The word of God is fire. It burns every chaff out of your life. So there are some friends who are chaffs around you. Once you start studying God's word, and you are talking to them, you say, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says. You know what they will say? Would you, every day the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says. They will enjoy, they will enjoy your conversations anymore. Because you are burning them. Now, people who are not clean are not comfortable around me. Because the word of God is like water. It washes you clean. You see, when I was very, very poor, I used to go to people's um, sitting room. And I'm intimidated. I, can't even, I couldn't even sit down. So neat, so well arranged. So, then you are there. They come in and say, oh, no, it's okay. Let's talk on the compound. Because you, if, you, if you don't take care, you enter. You go and make a mistake. You sit on one chair, the chair will throw you somewhere. So you say, oh, please, let's, let's, let's talk outside. You see, you see, when you meet a very clean person, you are so, and you are dirty, you are not comfortable around the person. How many of you know that? If, if, if your life is surrounded by dirty friends, it's because you yourself, you are dirty. Wife beaters, uh, women uh, uh, cheaters, and all those, they surround you. Smokers. Me, I don't smoke, but all my friends smoke. You are dirty some way, somehow. You don't smoke cigarettes, but you smoke something else. No, 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 no. Cigarettes, we smoke like you pull it inside, isn't it? When you catch another another ma- woman's mouth, who is not your wife, and you are sucking it, you know, not smoking. You are also a smoker. <laughs> Help us, Lord. Come on, can somebody say, help us, Lord? Okay, so many people have said things into your mind. They have formed an opinion. And now when an opinion becomes a stronghold, it is called a mindset. So, so for you to, for your life to be transformed, you need an information that will create a mind shift. Now, look at this next slide. Can I see the next slide? Can I see the next slide? So please, we'll be, we'll be, okay, okay, powerful, powerful. Now look at this. 
Romans 12 verse 2. And be not conformed to this world. We see three forms here. But be transformed, we need two forms, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The, the intention of God's word is to challenge your mindset, to create a mind shift. You see, if you have never heard a word that from God's word, you have never studied the Bible and you are seeing things that is challenging your mother's old advice, your father's old advice, your friend's advice, then you are not learning the Bible well. Because almost every day, I have a scripture I call mommy and say, Charlie, come and see, come and see this scripture. Come and see. It means that we must do this this way and do this this way and do this. And then a 20-year-old mindset is just broken. It's just, it's just crushed by a revelation from his word. Or mommy will rush upstairs to my ghetto. He said, honey, honey, I was just studying God's word. Look at, look at what the word of God is saying. Look at what the word of God is saying. Look at how the word of God is saying. Sometimes I can scream in my, in my room. Hallelujah! Wow! I just scream! And then, and then they rush out there. Daddy, are you alright? Are you alright? No, no, the screaming is coming from God's word. I just got a revelation. I just got an answer to a problem. I just, I just got something. There was something worrying me. There was a pain in my heart. I wanted to do something. But God's word just gave me an antidote. My heart was poisoned. But God's word just gave me an antidote. Listen, listen, listen. Don't ever, don't ever envy a man who builds his life on God's word. Are you here with me? When a man has a good relationship with God, when a man has a solid relationship with God and God's word, don't even attempt to compare yourself to that man or try to compete with that man. You will be embarrassed. Can, can, can I remain here? So, so give me, give me the next slide. Let me show them something. Let me show them lot two. I, I need to rush this. Let me, okay. So, the information that will transform you creates a mindset. And I'm saying that if it's not from His Word, it's a deformation. If it's not from His Word, it will deform you. If it does not agree with His with His Word, it will deform you. And if you want to be a change maker and you want to change your life from today, make sure. God's word forms the foundation of your reasoning. You must cast down every imagination and knowledge that exhausts itself above the knowledge of Christ. God's word is finality. When you have it, you have everything. We don't get educated to explain the Bible. In fact, we get educated to understand the Bible. That's right. That's right. Are you here? You are, you are a doctor. The more you learn, the more God amazes you. <laughs> One doctor told a sister that they went for surgery and they cut a human being. And they were looking at the human being who was standing there. They were just saying that if you don't believe in the existence of God, you are truly a fool. All these things are written in God's word That we were knitted by God Mm -hmm. And we were weaved by him Whilst we were in our mother's womb In the secret place (laughs) 
People are looking for God in the sun and in the moon. If you can't find him in the Bible, you are not learning. Do you know the most difficult people to pastor? People who don't read the Bible. And if you want to read the Bible, you must also learn to pray. Because without prayer, you can't understand the Bible. Because to the carnal mind, everything in the Bible is foolishness. <laughs> but the best people to pastor are people who love the word of God who study the word of God who read the Bible every day and study God's word every day when I read the Bible I don't understand keep reading it ah, how many of you will understand today after this service I'm going to have a lecture from London School of Economics all the things I read up to now I don't understand I'm still going to read again I'm going to do last reading after here. I'm not going home from here. I'm going to the office straight from here. And I'm going to do the last reading before the lecture. I still don't understand. Where they are taking me to? I don't understand, but I haven't stopped reading. Because I have to write an examination on it. Now, now, now next week when I start talking, I'll show you, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the seven most powerful definitions of life. And I'll share, number one, I'll say life is an examination. And there are seven questions you must answer correctly. To pass. Hmm. You don't come to teaching service. Me teaching service. We have to call you. Where are you? Come, come to service. Daddy say you should come to service. Daddy say you should come. The week they will call you. That daddy says come to service. You will come. The week they don't call you. You won't come. What kind of what kind of Christian are you? Hmm. Okay, okay. Now law two, the law of inspiration. The law of inspiration. If you can't stand the success of people, you can't make success out of other people's success. It's as simple as that. If you can't stand the success of people, you can't make success out of other people's story, other people's success. Do you know, out of my success, there are other friends of mine who have also become successful. They came to learn from me. Some called me, sat down with me, and said, tell me how you did it. And I showed them. They called another person and said, that somebody called him. and said, ah, you are doing well, oh. He said, so first showed me, oh. One man flew from America to come to Ghana. So I want to meet with him. We met for lunch. He said, listen, I want to come back home. But understand that you are the one I should speak to. That if I speak to you, you can give me the ideas. If somebody's success story does not become an inspiration for you. But rather you become jealous of people's success story. You will never change your life. <laughs> I'm telling you, it would take one person, one person in the family to buy a car, to inspire other people that it is possible for us to buy cars. Pastor yeah. Amy just was thanking me yesterday, Daddy, this is the first time in my family for anybody to reach this place in education. I hold two master's degrees. Not even one person has a first degree. In my family, this is, this is the first time. You know, his success can call somebody in his family to go to university. People's success story must inspire you. You, you are looking for, you're not looking for stories, or stories, success stories. Or you are looking for sorry, sorry stories. <laughs> Somebody, somebody who is messed up 
you focus on when we had a church in the wooden structure there were a group of young guys including the guy who came around me there was one boy he always has a bad news about a pastor bad news about a pastor bad news about a pastor and today amongst all the boys who were around me he still lives at where I came to meet him here because if you focus on negative news I'm watching TBN or or Daystar or Dominion TV. I don't I don't I don't focus on on pastors who 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 are not making it. I focus on those who are succeeded, and I watch them. I watch them, and I watch those around my age, black pastors around my age, and I look at their chapel. I look at what they are doing. I look at what they are doing, and it inspires me. And then I get up. I begin to pray. I begin to pray. I begin to pray. You must look for stories that inspires you. Read stories that inspires you. Don't be in the company of gossips who take people's downfall stories to go and discuss. Discuss the rise and rise stories, not the rise and fall stories. Then you are happy that a brother, a brother, he's too known and this has happened to him. Too known people. Too known people. When did he become too known to you? You are just so jealous. If you want to be a life changer, look for successful people. It is better to be last running with horses than to be first running with tortoises. Are you here? So me, all my friends are better than me. They are running, I'm following them. They are running, I'm following them. Instead of lining up tortoises beside, behind me, then I'm leading them, then I'm happy. Then I'm leading them, I'm happy. If you are better than all your friends, you are a failure. If you are afraid to admit that somebody is better than you, and so you want to go and learn from that person, if you are afraid to admit that, you will never amount to anything. If your wife praises another man, you get angry. Go and marry him, man. Go and marry him. <laughs> Why? Another man's your wife is celebrating another man's success. Why? Why you should be looking at? Okay, my wife loves men, celebrates women, men who have children. I'll be this man. Hmm. When you are in a traffic jam, those behind you do not matter. It's those ahead of you. Are you here? Now let me show you the downfall of Saul. The downfall of Saul. The downfall of Saul. Look at the downfall of Saul. First Samuel 18 verse 6 to 9. When David returned from killing the Philistine, the women came out, out of all the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul. Notice they sang to meet King Saul. They sang to meet King Saul. Playing the songs of joy on timbrels. The women sang as they played and said, Saul has killed his thousands and David his tens thousands. Ten thousands. Then Saul became very angry. This saying did not please him. He said, they have given David honor for ten thousands, but for me only thousands. Now what more can he have but to be king? And Saul was jealous. And Saul was jealous and did not trust David from that day on. This was the reason why David became a king and he lost his kingship. 
the people you are jealous of will always get better, better than you. If you are jealous of me, get ready. You will get a broken heart very soon. Because the things I'm going to do, when I came here, I announced that I'm going to, I'm going to convert the whole community into an investing community. When I came here, I announced. It's not like, it's not like I did not announce and I'm taking you by surprise. I gave announcement. So if your heart is broken with this little one I put here, this one is little though. This one you came this morning and you saw. It's sample. No, 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 no. I was just testing the waters. I was just testing the microphone. Testing mic one, two, three. Testing mic one, two, three. Testing mic one, two, three. You know, you know why I could do these things? I can do them because I celebrate the success of other people. Other people's successes inspires me. They, it inspires me so much. I go around looking for successful people to read about them. Every night I read a biography, at least a summarized biography of one successful person before I sleep. You're on the internet looking for where accident occurred. <laughs> where answers, answers, answers. You have ended SARS more than those who were beaten. People, I don't get you. The players who played the football and got the money have stopped talking about the football. They are home with their wives, taking care of their children. You are still at where you went to watch the football two hours after the match, and you are arguing over whether VRA is good or not. And it's not like anybody will even take your opinion into consideration. Was standing in the rain waiting for a politician who said he's coming at nine and it's 9 p.m. He said he will come at 9 a.m. It's 9 p.m. You are standing there waiting, standing there waiting, and you have a bottle in your hands. If somebody does anything, you hit the person. You are waiting for your politician. You are ready to die for the person. As if, as if they have changed your life. Don't expect anybody to change your life. Oh. What will change your life are these things I'm sharing with you. Are you here? We will all be in this Ghana. In the next 10 years, some of us will be billionaires. Others will be poor. They will become our gate men. And they will blame the politicians. You think in the next 10 years, if you come to me and say, Daddy, I want to be a gate man, I will say, Oh, son, why are you saying that? You are my son. I will make you a gate man. Come and do something. If you want a gate man, I will make you a gate man. I'll put you there because you didn't develop yourself. When we have gotten to you yourself, realize that the only thing you are qualified is to be a gate man. And I'll put you there. So you sit down and don't listen to these words of insight and put them into practice. And put them into practice. The spirit of enviousness and jealousy will kill you. It will, it will kill you. It will kill your initiative. It will kill your joy. It will make you eat. You know when you get depressed, you eat a lot. You, you will get diabetes and you will die before your time. You sit down there and be angry because somebody is married. And be angry because somebody has built. And be angry because somebody has bought a car. And be angry because somebody's wife is other than your wife. Are you, are you crazy? Are you a Christian? What kind of thinking is that? Do you think those who made it and became successful have time for the things you have time for? Have time for to be watching unnecessary things on Facebook When you leave here, this message, go and watch it and watch it and watch it again. 
and stop watching basket mouth old um, comedy. You have watched it more than 100 times. It doesn't do anything to you. I've just seen that my house, I've gone to buy a big phone. Anytime you go to the kitchen, he's there watching something, laughing. I said, this girl will not take anything back home. She's going to waste all her life on this thing. If I catch her that she's using my <laughs> my Wi-Fi to be doing <laughs> If you use my Wi-Fi, you must watch my sermon. That's what will make you a better person. Are you, are you here? Do you understand what I'm saying? When somebody is working on his phone and writing down things, you, you spend your phone to watch pornography. Or your phone is full of pornography. Pornography on your phone. Your phone is so heavy. It's pornography. <laughs> pornography. And, and you expect that you and that person will be the same in the next one year. In the next two years. I heard the daughter said something. I agree with him. Elizabeth said something. He said that those of you who see people as they say, Oh, this is grace, this is luck, and this is grace. He says, You are lazy people. The grace of God is available for everybody. But it's those who respond to the grace of God responsibly are those who manifest it. The grace of God will not wake you up from your bed to go to work. The grace of God does not buy cassava in the market. The grace of God does not pay children's school fees. The grace of God gives you another day to get up and go to work. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? If it were not by his grace, all of us would not have gotten up this morning. It was his grace that woke us up this morning. When you were asleep, you slept like a dead man. Anything could have happened to you. By his grace, he protected you, guarded you, and guided you. Now that you are awake, Use that grace and go to work. And go and do something with your life. Something meaningful with your life. I love you too, son. You don't, don't be reading my messages and don't be listening to them over and over and spend your hours unnecessary on phone. Do WhatsApp. Love WhatsApp. Love WhatsApp. With your love <laughs> throughout the whole. Three, three hours for sending WhatsApp. WhatsApp, man. Cool. Love you, babe. Love you too. And then you begin. And then you begin. And then you start. You share. You share. And then you share. And then you share. And then you share. And then you share. While you are there, lying on that bed, three hours, you are sharing. You are doing this. Somebody is writing law examination for that same three hours. That same three hours. Somebody is writing law, law paper. The same age. You are doing WhatsApp. He's writing law paper. Then that person ends up becoming a lawyer and pays good tight to the church. And you want me to use that person's tight to finance your WhatsApp behavior. I'm not that wicked pastor. Ah, you're a liability. You're not an asset to the church. You're a liability to your parents. Everywhere you go, you're a liability. Hmm. Okay. Law 3. Law 3. The law of insight 
the law of insight, your understanding determines your undertakings. You cannot outperform your mind. You can never outperform your mind. You can never ever outperform your mind. You are a reflection of your mental capacity. You are a reflection of your mental capacity. You can never blame anybody for who you have become. You are a reflection of your mental capacity. A friend of mine has suddenly disconnected from me. I call him, he won't pick. I used to be his testimony. Every sermon he preached, I was in the center of the district. Came around few months ago and saw the new things I'm doing, saw the level I've got into. But this guy, when I was going to Bible school, he was lying down sleeping. He was lying down sleeping. The insight I have, he doesn't have it. When he wants sermon, he will call he, when he wants sermons, he will call me for my sermons. He will study to get sermons. He will come here. Charles will pack all my sermons from 2015 or 2014. Pack all. They will be happy. I've gotten a sermon for two years. Whilst he was collecting my sermons and preaching it, I was developing myself and building myself. Sometimes I see that he has turned my sermon into a book and he will call me to come and launch the book. Now you just see that I have gone too far. And he's offended. I'm sure he'll be telling people, oh, it's your that's not help people. If I have given you all my sermons, what help again do you need? why you came to ask for you didn't ask me how the ah god been talking to you about all these sermons now say let's go on retreat let's go let's go and pray come and spend one day with me see how how long i study and pray come and spend just one day with me see how i work see my work ethics and learn so brother the shape of your head does not matter as far as your brain will function Sisters who love head than brain are stupid sisters. Oh, this brother did so do it so do so permission it is so do 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 it is the head the head is like Muguyaro's head. No, 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 no. I'm not going to marry a man with this head. All my children will have this kind of head. I'm not going to marry a man like that. And this man is full of wisdom well established and so love is not about money love is not about establishment love for love but what you are loving you are loving a personality you are loving some nice guy that nice guy you are loving is useless empty head it is when you start giving birth to children that you realize that you married a stupid man because you you yourself you were a stupid girl So I'm telling you, when I met mommy, she was a hot cake. There were, there, were, there were guys in the church that wanted to marry her. And there were women who were canvassing for those guys. And me, I had one trousers, one shoe. Um, my shoe itself, the way 
Shoe shine, well, that's what we are saying. Shoemakers, shoemakers. Ah, there was this popular shoemaker. Anytime we got to where I was staying, we just do no. Because he knows that my shoe, the way the shoe is, if he fixes it, the only the longest it will last is 24 hours. They have to come and fix it again. They have to come and fix it again. So I always had shoe repair money lying down. That was the kind of shoe I was using to chase money. And there were people in her church that were well established, had cars and all those things. And they used to call her and say, Olivia, are you a fool? Why are you following this guy? Why would he offer you? Why would this guy offer you? Why would this guy offer you? The head, oh. <laughs> Olivia saw that this big head has something. He has some big brain. It's a renewed mind. He has the mind of Christ. This head has the mind of Christ. Oh, you, one of the young men in church just got appointed appointment with the United Nations. And when you see his CV and what he has led, you will not be surprised he appointed with the United Nations. I'm not surprised. You are fasting and praying that God will touch somebody's heart to appoint you at the United Nations. When you don't have this thing. You are praying, you are trying to do deals with, they have sent you money. Your brother has sent you $20,000 to do visa deal. They have chopped it. They have sent you 15,000 pounds to do visa deal. Your sister to come to UK. Somebody has collected you. Have chopped, you have, they have chopped it. You are still here. That $20,000 or 15,000 pounds could have paid a university fee for you to go to Europe to go and study. Because you don't want to study, you want connection to enter. And when you enter, the same useless things you are doing here, you do it there. Oh, you do it there. You go and join gangs. Yeah, because your friends in Ghana, they are gangs, just that they don't have guns. But they are gangs. Look at them. They fight, they pitch at our bottle. Look at them when the three of you meet. It's like you are in hell. Everybody is smoking. There used to be some guys in this church. I understand when you go and visit them. They had a wee in a, in a bowl in front of them. And they sit around it. And they are smoking. And then they are making mockery of me preaching against weed. Say that is say when we smoke, we go mad. That is my daddy know us. You're you're already mad. <laughs> because why would you be smoking weed if you are not mad? I mean, even cigarette, you go and buy something they are written on the cigarette smoking is harmful to your head, and you will still buy it. You're already mad. You you are not different from a madman. Are you here with me? Listen, if you want to exercise, if you want to succeed, then. Eh? Exercise. Want to be a change maker? Exercise this brain. Let it. Let it learn. Ah, look at the next scripture. Look, look. Let me show you something. Proverbs twenty verse five. Come the Good News Bible. A person's thoughts are like, like water in a deep well, but someone with insight can draw them out. You see, your plan said you have plenty plans, but you don't know how to implement it. Because you don't have insight, you don't have knowledge. During those days, their wells were not like our wells. It took it's difficult to they were living on a desert. To get a well was a difficult thing. And to get the water out of it hmm, was so difficult. 
but men with insight will go there and get the water out. So during those days, the women were marrying men who could draw water. Because if you go and marry a foolish person who cannot draw water, you die of test. That was why, you see, listen, how did Moses get a wife? He drew water for the women. How did Eliza? How did was it Jacob? No, Moses. The Jethro's this thing, they came to meet Jethro's daughters came to meet Moses and drew water for them. In the same way, Eliza Jacob drew water. Jacob drew, drew water. And then Eliza drew water for Jacob's children, Jacob's daughters. No, drew water for what? For Rebecca, drew water to get Rebecca for Isaac. If Eliza had not gone to draw water, Isaac would have remained maryless. No woman, a man who cannot draw water. In other words, a man who cannot make things happen, who cannot convert his ideas into inventions. You have nothing to show. You are not a creator. Create something. Show me your trophy. Show me. Every man at a certain age must have a trophy to show. This is my trophy. This is what I've achieved in life. This is what I've done with my life. These are life changes. As a woman in this church, I appreciate her so much. Working single-handedly, schooling her children outside, and working. See, I mean, she's always at work for the sake of her children. Her children are her trophies. Your trophy is your wardrobe. Your trophy is your wardrobe. Your trophy is your wardrobe. When those boys come out of university, they become their mother's trophies. You see now girls will rally around them. Rally around them. Then when they marry them, they say, hey, you, are going, you are going to your mother too much. You are going to your mother too much. <laughs> she is somebody's product. You, 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 the, the boy you are marrying, check your family whether one of your brothers is equal to him. I'm telling you, you take your time, do analysis. That arrogance you are, you are marrying in that man. Get one of your brothers who is equal to that man. If none of your brothers is equal to that man, go and apologize to your mother-in-law. I'm telling you. All your brothers are useless boys. Because your mother will not make the sacrifice your husband's mother made. My mother used to go and credit clothes and come and sell it at lower cost to pay my school fees. And mommy has that understanding. She honest my mother. She's a witch. I'm not going to allow your, that your mother the witch to come to my house. Your mother is a witch. She won't come to it won't come. This is my husband's house. Look at you. That battle don't start because you lose it. Blood is thicker than water. Between you and your husband is water. Between your, mother, your husband and the mother is blood. I'm telling you, blood is thicker than water. It's a simple principle. In our house, we tell mommy like that, and then she is angry. 
my children, when we, we are doing something and then I'm favoring my children, I say, honey, you me, your wife. The mommy said, well, I say, mommy, you have to understand that blood is thicker than water. Then she said, hey, fear what you are now. Fear, that's the only answer. She can, doesn't have any other answer. Okay, let me, let me close you guys. Okay, let's, next, next, next law. The law of ideas. What the mind conceives, it bets. What the mind conceives, it bets. Ideas rule the world. It was Jacob's, it was Joseph's ideas that impressed Pharaoh. It wasn't the interpretation of the dreams. How to keep the food, how to separate it and keep it here and keep it there. What it? Because before he interpreted the dreams, well, people were already interpreting dreams for Pharaoh. Why would he Adakato? No idea, nothing. You're just walking in life without any idea. All you do is become a critic of people's ideas. A critic of people's ideas. Oh, you know, that is running a car business school. But me, I'm thinking that, I'm thinking that you should have, please start a, a, a crash before you criticize the way I'm running a car business school. Just start a, a, a crash and manage the crash to grow up to 20 people, 20 children. Now, you must earn the right to criticize before you criticize. And the right to criticize is that you are better than the person you are criticizing. If you are not better than me, don't criticize me. Those of you girls who are not married, and married men are chasing you and they are telling them about their wives. And so oh, his wife is a witch. The way the wife is, the way the wife is treating him, eh, that's why he's in, he's in love. The, the wife doesn't cook for him, oh, so he eats in my house. He eats in my house. The wife is like this. You are never a wife. You wait. Wait until you become a wife and start having children and see what that is every day you can cook for him. Every bad husband has a bad wife. I'm telling you, that's they would, they would talk when you see a man saying his wife is bad, the wife is a version of him. All the men are annoyed, but I don't care. <laughs> if, we, if we like next Sunday, don't come to church. I will still preach on Facebook. Because you know you love my preaching, you go and watch it. Law 5, the law of interaction. The law of interaction. It takes two to get better. In most cases, it does not take one person to make a difference. Jesus had 12 men. David had 30 men. And some of the 30 men of David were greater than David. They were stronger than David. You always need to know. Next week, I'll answer the question, the, sec- the third question of the life examination. What kind of people do I need in my life? If I read my book, you'll see it inside. And I'll tell you that you need some people in your life. Anybody who says, me, I don't need anybody in my life. I don't need anybody in my life. Is worse than a fool. Now look at the scripture. Two are better than one because they have good return for their labor. They have good return for their labor. 
I'm very sure I wouldn't have gotten to where I am if I was working alone, working alone with that money. It's our labor together. Our labor together. One man came to work for me. Then went to report somewhere that my wife, he doesn't give him chance. He has a PhD. And that my wife has to allow him to control things. When we started Accra Business School, where were you? That you have just come, you have a PhD. She doesn't have a PhD, but she has the sense to create a business for you to be employed. Do you know that you are, you are a fool to think that you know business better than the one who employed you? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah! Yeah, there are some people who are like that. They come into your company to work for you and they think you don't know anything. And that they are the one who knows. Without them, you cannot do anything. So live and start something, do it better. But you need to also understand that you need people. Accra Business School is better because of some young guys that work in my office. Young, dynamic. They, but they work like 12 hours a day. They enter into the office. They are work ethics. I've always been telling my pastors. I say, if you guys develop 50% of the work ethics of the people who work with me at Accra Business School, this church will transform. starts at 8.30. Some people by 6, they are already in the office. 9 p.m. they have not left. They are still working. There are others who will be with me, sir. I'll just sack them. They will, they will come the same way. They, they, they will live the same way they came. They say, hey, I worked for him for this year. I didn't see anything. He didn't give me anything. It's not what I give you physically that is important. It is what you learn on the job. The work habits you develop. The capacity you build. They saw Peter and John preaching. And they said, these who have been going to school, they, said, ah, they have been with Jesus. They have been with Jesus. What they learned on the job. What they learned on the job. Ah! What they learned on the job. They saw Jesus calling Lazarus from the grave. Lazarus, come forward. They saw the way Jesus did it. And learned it. And Jesus left. We're working miracles. Even shadows were raising the, the dead. They people say, where have these people come from? They saw them say, ah, they have been with Jesus. They have been with Jesus. One of my daughters was talking to somebody. And then the person said, well, so where do you go to church? So I go to Pleasant Place Church. Bishop Titi of Fair. She said, yes. So, huh. That's why you argue the way you argue and reason the way you reason and talk the way you talk. You are a teacher of first daughter. You are a teacher of first daughter. If you were sat in this church under me for even six months and you are still a fool, you didn't come to church. Your body was here, but your mind was somewhere else. Come on. The law of insanity. The law of insanity. You cannot continue to do the same thing and expect different results. What want to see change. Change things the way you do things. Change the way you do things. We want to see change. Finally, Lord 7. I'm going to close you now. Lord 7. Please go to Lord 7. 
eternal law, the law of intuition. The law of intuition. And that law is a scripture. There is a spirit in the man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Job chapter 32, verse 8. There is a spirit in the man, and the inspiration of the Almighty, the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Some of us, our understanding is a breath from God. We communicate with God. It comes from our spirit. That's why you can't copy what you do. It comes from the spirit. You interact with God and interact with God and then God speaks into your spirit. He breathes into your spirit an idea, a concept. And the Bible says, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. A president of a university who few years ago heard that I wanted to start a university and was laughing at me make mockery of me in a meeting today is in crisis one time he called his professor and said all of you are useless the two of us doesn't even have a PhD look at what he's doing and all of you I'm paying all of you and yet look at what he's doing and we cannot do it don't despise a man who is prayerful and a man who is connected to God because there's a spirit in a man and the inspiration of the almighty given him understanding that understanding exceeds every understanding when your understanding is from the breath of god when god you see when god created man he breathed into man and man became a living being when god breathes into you he pours a little of himself into you you begin to work like god talk like god act like god and create like god a man who has not had a supernatural encounter with God. The first scripture we read concludes this. Go back to the first scripture. Let me conclude it. Go back to the introductory scripture. Let me conclude it. A man who has not had okay, who has not had an encounter with God is living below his potential. It is an encounter with God for the real you to come out. So those that say, my, my daddy is gone on prayer retreat. I've sent him my prayer request. You must also learn how to be on a retreat. Have an encounter with God. Look at this. Saul went to chase donkeys. And look at it. The spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you. First Samuel 10, 6. And you will prophesy with them. And you will be changed into a different person. Ask Jacob, the supplanter, when he had an encounter with God, his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. That was the beginning of his transformation. That was the beginning of his change. When Moses had an encounter with God, 40 years of running away from Pharaoh changed. When he saw that burning bush, it changed his life. When I met Jesus on a mountaintop whilst I was praying, it changed my life. He spoke to me, changed my life. When I was even a Christian, I was a young Christian, I was praying in an uncompleted office building at um, Calvary Baptist Church. I was a young Christian. I prayed. I've gone to I've gone to this meeting and they were preaching about uh, diverse kinds of tongues. I think Krishankara or somebody preached it. I was a young Christian. I heard it. The next day, I said, "Lord, give me diverse kinds of tongues." I declared a fast. My tongue was too one way. Prayed, prayed, prayed. My tongues just changed. As a tongue changed, I started praying. The prayer changed, changed. Then the time I realized I was hanging. I was hanging in the air. I was hanging in the air. I was praying. I was hanging in the air. 
A man's encounter changes him. When we come here, we tell you what we are going to do. We are talking from what God has told us in our private prayer. What we do in public was completed in private with God. So you can't see what a man does in public and wants to copy it. Until you hear what I heard in my chambers with God, you cannot do what I'm doing. All these people who have ganged up against pastors out of jealousy because they don't understand how can these guys who have not gone to school, who have not been anywhere, we knew their fathers, we knew their mothers, we knew them. How can they be buying prime properties around us? How can, how can the charismatic churches only be the organizations that are working? How can one man have thousands of people sitting down and listening to him for 20 years and don't get tired? When a three-hour lecture is boring, lecture is boring for you. Twenty years, they don't simply understand. The politicians cannot understand it. They will criticize us. They will talk, but in our privacy, what we encounter, what God tells us to do, there was something I wanted to do. God said, "Wait, when you are sixty, I'll let you do it." And he started. He's showing me the signs. He's showing me the signs. So when you are 60, it's a new beginning. Cry. So wait, 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 wait. Don't start it. He talks to us. There is a spirit in the man. And the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. There's a difference between the understanding you get in the lecture halls and the understanding you get when God breathes into you as a result of an encounter. That understanding goes beyond your academic background. That's why the Archbishop hasn't sat in any classroom. He has no classmates. But to win an election in this country, you have to call him Papa. You have to visit his church. That's why people don't understand why Ajinasari can have properties where he's gotten the properties. They don't understand it. They say, oh, a political party gave him. No! He bought it. The inspiration of the young man. And this guy started churches on, on, on school parks. School parks. They saw references. Ruffians. Vagabonds. They will, still, they will soon stop. From the class, from the school parks, they went into classrooms. During the PNDC era, they made a law that all of them should leave their classrooms. They thought we are finished. We moved into cinema halls. Today we are buying properties in prime locations. Prime locations. They can't stand it. Where did these people come from? Where did they come from? When we were in law school, where were they? When we were doing our PhDs, where were they? Why are they starting universities? When we professors, we cannot start universities. So, why, 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 why? There is a spirit in the man. And the inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. You can't soar like me until you go down on your knees like me. If you haven't met God in a chamber like I met him, please, don't attempt to do what I'm doing. You know how sometimes some people do things on TV and then they write, this is dangerous, don't attempt it at home. Please, what we do is dangerous, don't attempt it. If you have not had an encounter with God, Don't walk here and see my towers and say, I'm also going to build towers. 
If daddy has done it, I can also do it. That is not a secret. Me, myself, I don't know how I did it. If you ask me, I'll tell you I don't know. I don't know. But one thing I know, there is a spirit in a man. And the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. I went to my son's program. Had over 15,000 people attending this all night. Because this son of man, every year, how many 40 days fast do you do in a year? Plenty will call me, Daddy, I'm going on fast. Daddy, I'm here, I'm waiting on the Lord here. Daddy, I'm here, I'm waiting on the Lord here. Daddy, I'm here, I'm waiting on the Lord here. There is a spirit in a man. And the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. If you sit down and you don't let God take over your spirit, you allow the forces in your family to take over your spirit because you don't pray. What you will see is that when you dream, you will see yourself eating with dead people. When I dream, I will see God talking to me and showing me where to go and what to do. When I'm even walking with my eyes open, God is talking to me. God is talking to me. What well, I time when I'm driving with mommy, he said, honey, let me, let me drive, let me drive. Your mind is somewhere. Your mind is somewhere. God doesn't care when you are even driving. As far as your spirit is connected to him, he's talking. Nowadays, almost every TV station is 24 hours. Almost every radio is 24 hours. The fact that you are asleep does not mean that Joy FM is not playing. They are playing. That's how God is. God is 24-7 in communication. As far as your spirit is open, he will talk to you. I was just thinking I met mommy in the Bible school then I realized that in the Bible school actually we met for less than two weeks and we spoke less than I don't even remember how many times we spoke but when I saw her I knew that this is my wife I just do it just go to an office was sitting down there and the Lord said that is your wife that is your wife that was it. She wasn't standing, though. She was sitting. For those of you who have to look at women, run, run before you can decide. She was just sitting. Small girl. She was, you were then, I think, 20, 20 year old girl. Or Jenna, who was Bible school. And Pransem Kwedinabimu. Holy Ghost telling me that is your wife. Don't chase any other woman. That is your wife. I proposed when she was 20. She said, no, she's going to learn. I waited for two years. That time, there were no telephone numbers for you to call anybody. There was no telephone number. There were no telephones. There, you can't find internet. And my friends would say, Titi Ofer, find somebody to marry. This church, there are many girls. Find somebody to marry. I said, I'm not looking for somebody to marry. There is a girl I met in Bible school. God says that that's the one I should marry. But they say you are proposed to her. And she said, no. There's a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. So when I share me a mommy's testimony, don't just sit down there and say that you went to marry Botos. You saw a woman's Botos, say you wanted it. You saw breast, you wanted it. You saw a fair woman, you wanted. It. You saw a dark woman, you wanted. You wanted sex, you wanted sex. And God told me who to marry. Say that is the woman. I just remember them only close encounter I've had with her or when she was in that office really being greet her 
I just look at her. And the second one was when a friend was seeing her off. I said, let's go and see her off. So the third attempt was when I told the spiritual father I wanted to marry your daughter. I said, she's a good girl. I'll tell her for you. Then I went, said, give me one week and come back. I went the next one. He said, oh, the girl says no. He said, she's good. Oh. 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 Two years later, here on the street, Olivia was coming. I was also coming. I said, come on, Olivia. Olivia. I said, hey, Gideon. I said, hey, good to see you. What are you doing here? She says, I work here. I said, wow, where? Show me. She showed me. I said, tomorrow I'll come and visit you. The next day, I blew my hair. Hair. I got some local guests at Abraka to blow my hair for me. I went there. So, Olivia, how are you? you? Remember the two years ago in Bible school, I said something to you. You told me, you told me, you told me that you want to study a little and find some job to do before. Now I see you are working. So I've come. Then she looked at me and said, go and baba your hair. I said, no problems. I, I went. I babbled my hair. The next day, I was there. I went around the time she was about to close. I said to myself, if this girl does not accept my proposal, she will lose my hair for me. <laughs> but I got there. You know, I didn't propose again. I just went to see her off. He said, I'm going to bubble my hair. Bubble my hair. I went to see her off. I said, tomorrow, what time will you close? She showed me. The next day, I was there. I went to see her off. Long distance walk home. I said, show me your heart. She showed me her heart. The next day, I was there. I saw her every day for eight months and we got married. Every day for eight months and we got married. The two years proposal earlier, I activated it. So I didn't need to propose again. God has spoken. There is a spirit in the man. There is a spirit in the man. And the inspiration of the Almighty given him understanding. My understanding about marrying at that time was different from yours because it was a complication in my spirit. The last of the eyes. My own was the leadings of the spirit. Leadings of the spirit. My pastor friends came around and said, How your wife is helping you? My wife is not helping me that way. I said, My friend, forget you. It is how we married. That's the problem. Don't please. My wife, God told me she's a pastor's wife. I should marry her. Did God tell you your wife is a pastor's wife? You are going to marry a bus driver's wife. You have converted her into a pastor's wife. You want her to be a pastor's wife. She's a bus driver's wife. Articulator driver. <laughs> Articulator driver's wife. You are married to the driver's wife. You want to turn her into this thing. You are married a bank manager's wife. You want to turn her into a pastor's wife. She cannot. She cannot. Hey, her expenditure is only a bank director who can take care of the expenditure. Not you, the pastor. She was not cut out to be ah, to be a pastor's wife. She was not. I'll be telling her, say she was not. Me, my wife was cut out. I met her in the Bible school. Not in some trotro going nowhere. Are you here? Please, if you want to be a life changer and you want your life to change, there's a spirit in you. And the inspiration of the Almighty will give you an understanding. I decree and declare that in this month of change, may your life change. 
I speak, I decree, and I declare. In this month of change, may you have an encounter with God. In this month of change, may your spirit receive a breath from God. May God breathe into your spirit. In the name of Jesus, may God pour himself into you. In the name of Jesus. It is done. You are secured. You are covered. This is the week of change. Something will change in your life. Something will change in your life. Something will change in your life. It is done in Jesus' name. Lift up your twins, begin to pray. Father to child, spirit to spirit, light it by your word.